0: Party at the bodega. It's your man Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing again? How's everybody doing today? I'm sorry, I said again. I meant to say hi. everybody's doing today. I hope everybody's doing well. Alright, gunfire erupts at East Harlem Smoke Shop in an apparent robbery. East Harlem, police are investigating a robbery at the Essex Convenience Smoke Shop in East Harlem. Tariq Nives, or Naives, a 22-year-old, described what was going through his mind as two men helped, held up his friend's shop Saturday night. Alright? Um, uh, Tariq, I made it to the back room and locked it because I was like, this guy has a gun and a knife. And I was like, it's over at this point. Naiz said he was just grateful he survived what could what could have been a deadly night. Tariq Naiz, all right, that's the guy that's um, quoting. They acted like they were just normal customers and then one of them just pulled a gun out and he pointed it at me. All the way back there it was like a silver revolver naive told news sources naive said he was hanging out at his friend's store on 116th street in east harlem when two men walked in and tried robbing the place around 11 15 in the afternoon the men according to Naive, pulled him out of the back room of the store hit him in the head with the gun the police said the store clerk jumped and started wrestling for the gun but was shot in the groin. Damn. The 34-year-old clerk is still recovering in the Harlem Hospital. The two suspects quickly took off and dropped the cash they had managed to take about $300 before cops got to the scene. The store manager said there's a big misconception with convenience and smoke shots. He said they are often targets for quick cash grabs. But in reality, they don't hold on to that much money. And when night rolls around, the misconception can be become very dangerous. It's New York City. It's Gotham City here without Batman. We really don't have safety at night. The manager explained to news sources for some who live in this neighborhood. They said the ever increasing presence of these shops really doesn't bother them that much. As for the manager, he said he wants other store owners to consider ways to protect themselves. He told news sources his next move to uh, his next move is to install a panic button as soon as possible. Moving forward, he said he won't let anyone into the store who is covering their face with a mask or hood. I personally feel if you don't know the customers by today, don't let them in the store. I mean... You're not missing much, $5, $10. Your life is worth more than that. That is true. All right. So, I mean, I, I've been seeing this story right here for a couple of days now. All right. Police are investigating the robbery on the Essex a smokes, a Convenience Smoke Shop in East Harlem. Tariq Naives was one of the people that was in the store when the robbery happened 22 years old Tariq Nees described what was going through his mind as two men held up his friend's shop Saturday night I made it to the back room and locked it because I was like this guy has a gun and a knife it's over at this point that's what Naeiz said he was just grateful he survived what could have been a deadly night they acted like they were just normal customers then one of them pulled out a gun and he pointed it at me all the way back there it was like a silver revolver Naive told news sources. Naive also said he was hanging out at his friend's store on 116th Street in East Harlem when two men walked in and tried robbing the place around 1115 in the afternoon. The men, according to Naive, pulled him out of the back room of the store and hit him in the head with a gun. Like, bitch ass nigga, boom, hit him straight up. And then the police said the store clerk jumping to, and started wrestling for the gun but was shot in the groin. The 34-year-old clerk is still recovering in a Harlem hospital. The two suspects quickly took off and dropped the cash they had managed to take about $300 before the cops got to the scene. The store manager said there's a big misconception misconception with convenience and smoke shops. He said they are often targets for quick cash grabs. All right, but in reality, they don't hold on to that much money. And when the night rolls around, this misconception can become dangerous. It's New York City. It's Gotham City without the Batman. We really don't have any safety at night, the manager explained to news sources. For some who live in this neighborhood, they said the ever-increasing presence of these shops really doesn't bother them that much. As for the manager, he said he wants other store owners to consider ways to protect themselves. Right, guys? It's crazy out there. And that's not the first incident that happened to a smoke shop in Harlem. There's plenty of incidents that happened in Harlem with these smoke shops and stuff like that. All right? I know Harlem. I always be there in Harlem. Harlem is my favorite place in the world. If you know me, any good. If you just started listening to the podcast i fucks with harlem my intro song is harlem it's called harlem nice all right because i be in harlem all the time i'm from brooklyn new york i was born in brooklyn you know what i'm saying i was raised in the new york area but if you always if you're looking for me and new york city is a very big place but if you're looking for me there's a major chance if you catch the 2 train and go to the 125th, you might catch me there. There's a major chance that you're going to catch me there. Big chance. If you're looking for me. If you don't have my cell phone number and you're really looking for me, catch the 2 train or catch the 1 train. I'm going to be on the east or the west side. Doesn't matter. 125th is my favorite place in the world. 110th, 115th, I'll probably go up far. Probably hit the Bronx a little bit probably be in Dykeman and shit. Those are my areas. Malcolm X Boulevard, you might catch me walking around and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I get away with a lot of shit. But, it's, but we ain't talking about me. We talking about these smoke shots. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, NYC drug dealer gets 10 years and death of The Wire actor, Michael K. Williams in the death of The Wire, actor Michael K. Williams, uh, the dope boy that sold him whatever that he sold Mr. Michael K. Williams. A New York City drug dealer was sentenced Friday to 10 years in prison for providing The Wire, actor Michael K. Williams, with fentanyl-laced heroin, causing his death. Irvin Cartagena, a 40 years old of Abanito, Puerto Rico, was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Ronnie Abrams. Abrams, Cartagena had pleaded guilty in April to conspiring to distribute drugs. All right, to distribute drugs. All right. So Williams overdosed in his Brooklyn penthouse apartment in September 2021. He died hours after authorities said he bought the heroin from Cartagena on a sidewalk in Brooklyn's Williamsburg neighborhood in a deal recorded by a security camera. Williams famously portrayed Omar Little rogue robber of drug dealers and hbo's and the hbo's the wire which ran from 2002 all the way to 2008 in addition to his work on the critically acclaimed drama williams also starred in films and other tv series such as boardwalk empire Cartagena faced a mandatory minimum of minimum of five years in prison and could have faced up to 40 years behind bars all right Oh, shit, this girl started to laugh. I am very sorry for my actions, he said before the sentence was announced. When we sold the drugs, we never intended for anyone to lose their lives. Abrams noted that those who knew Cartagena said that he was helpful and humble and hardworking when he was not using drugs himself. I'm hopeful that with treatment, it will help you move forward on a more productive and law-abiding path that the judge says. The judge told him that. In a statement, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams noted that those who participated in the sale of drugs to Williams already knew that someone else had died from drugs they were peddling. Prosecutors said Cartagena and others continued to sell fentanyl lace heroin in Manhattan and Brooklyn even after Williams died, although Cartagena eventually fled to Puerto Rico where he was arrested in February 2022. In a defense submission prior to sentencing, Cartagena's lawyer, Sean Mayher, said his client was paid for his street sales and heroin to support his own use. In a tragic instant, mister Cartagena was the one who handed handed the small packet of drugs to mister Williams, a right? The actor, Michael K. Williams. It is easily it easily could have could have been any of the other men who were there or in the vicinity selling the same drugs, Mayher wrote. Sentencing Mr. Cartagena to double digits of prison time will not bring back the beautiful life that was lost. Prosecutors in the uh, present presentance submission had requested a sentence of at least 12 years, while the court's probation department had recommended a 20 year term after citing Cartagena's 14 prior convictions for drug related crimes, including burglary, robbery and prison escape. Oh shit So the 10 years that he got He was lucky then Cause he already got a background So He got 14 prior convictions For drug related crimes Including burglary Robbery and prison escape God damn And he got 10 He lucky then He lucky He lucky If Cartagena Cartagena can't trip He can't trip about what he just got He lucky You know what I'm saying I thought that was his first time getting him hemmed up. I was about to say, I was like, well, you know, looks like it's fair, but reading this right here, reading his prior convictions, that shows that he's fucking lucky. He was fucking lucky. And he might do probably like a half of the term if he get like good behavior or if he shows some initiative inside the prison system that he's going to school and trying to upgrade his life then they might cut his shit down in half, you know what I'm saying? If he plays cards, right? So he, he he's he's straight. Judge Abrams though said the recommendations were simply too high. This sentence will while severe is sufficient but not greater than necessary, she stated. Alright. Yeah, he got he got a deal though. He can he can't he got a real good deal. Alright. So, he, he got that. So, the guy that, uh, the drug dealer, New York City drug dealer named Cartagena was sentenced Friday to 10 years in prison for providing the wire actor Michael K. Williams with fentanyl-laced heroin causing his death. All right, Irvin Cartagena, 40 years old, of... Aya Benito, Puerto Rico, was sentenced by U.S. District Judge Ronnie Abrams. Cartagena had pleaded guilty in April to conspiring to distribute drugs. Williams overdosed in his Brooklyn penthouse apartment in September 2021. He died hours after authorities said he had bought the heroin from Cartagena on a sidewalk in Brooklyn's Williamsburg neighborhood in a deal recorded by a security camera. Williams is a famous actor you know he played omar little the rogue robber of drug uh, of drug dealers and the hbo's the wire you remember that dude and then carla gina faced a mandatory minimum of five years in prison and could have could have faced up to 40 years behind bars that's a lot i am very sorry for my actions he said before the sentence was announced when we sold the drugs we never intended for anyone to lose their life, that's what he said. Uh, Abrams, the judge, noted that those who knew Cartagena said that he was a helpful and humble and hard working when he was not using drugs himself. I'm hopeful that with treatment it will help you move forward on a more productive and law abiding path, that the judge said to him uh, mister Cartagena. See what I'm saying? In a statement, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams noted that those who participated in the sale of drugs to Williams already knew that someone else had died from the drugs they were peddling. You see what I'm saying? So you got to understand. You got to understand, baby, baby. Like, uh, I don't condone into street activities. Like, I gotta pass. I know that. But at least. I'm honest enough to tell you that it had a pass. I don't do none of that shit no more. I don't condone into it. There's millions, practically billions and trillions of ways to make money. You don't have to be a drug dealer. And that's the truth. You don't have to do those things. Like, I know hip hop music be glorifying those type of activities, but I won't glorify it because you don't have to do it. You don't have to be on drugs to be an incredible person. You really don't. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to, like, okay, smoking weed is good, but you don't have to smoke weed all the time, every day. Is If you are doing that, that means you have a problem. You have an issue. You have, like, a mental problem, and that's a fact. You may not think that you don't have a problem but I promise you you do have a problem. I know this is hard for you to hard for you to digest for the ones that do smoke weed every day and shit but you can't it's not good for your body. it's not conducive for you you know what I'm saying and you're being counterproductive. you're not being productive all right So everybody loves money. Don't you love for the guys for that, like, to play video games and sit on their ass and shit? If you're being counterproductive, you're not going to get women. Women is not going to fuck with you. You're going to always have women problems and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Food for thought for you to listen to. You know what I'm saying? I'm the dude that's going to tell you the real shit. Like, you can't sit there and be unproductive. You can't do that. It's not going to work for you. It's not going to work in your favor. And then... A unproductive mind is an idle mind. Do you know what an idle mind is? An idle mind is a person that sits there and thinks about stupid ass shit and get them, get them, get themselves into trouble, get themselves into criminal trouble because that's idle. Only idle mind people do criminal activities because they're not uh, applying themselves. If that makes sense, they're not applying themselves to do something constructive. To make their life better. You see what I'm saying? You're sitting there doing smoking weed. You're not fucking putting applications in, but you rather smoke weed, talk shit, and run around with the woes around the street. That's idle mind, bro. And you are gonna be in some fucked up ass situation and then your dumb ass gonna be sitting in county like, How the hell did I get in here? You see what I'm saying? Your clear thoughts comes when you in jail. That's why they put your dumb ass in jail. And then when you're in jail, you'll be like, damn. You ever you ever said this to yourself? Oh, if I knew what I knew now, if I knew it then, I would have never be in these predicaments. You don't you don't remember telling yourself that? Only if I what I knew now, if I knew it then, I would never be in this predicament that I'm in now. I, I know you guys remember. Those quotes that you told yourself, a lot of you did that. All right, so be smart and listen to your elders when they try to tell you something. Like I said, you don't got to sell dope. You don't, you don't need to sell dope. There's so many ways to make a lot of money at one time. You got 24 hours in a day. Do the fucking math, bro. Like you don't got to sell no dope, nigga. Leave that shit alone. You don't got to smoke dope. Leave it alone okay you lost a family member you might you probably even lost your mother and stuff all right seek counseling seek counseling trust me if you're definitely looking for some type of money I'm, I'm not gonna break it down to you because I don't want to break it down I don't want I can't break it down to you because you know these legislators and these American um Politicians, they don't want to see, especially minorities or black people, most definitely. They don't want to see you with no money. But I'm giving you, I'm dropping gems on you. I'm giving you million dollars worth of game. All right. I ain't mean to steal these people fucking um, lines, but I got to tell you how it is. Straight up, just got down. Seek counseling. Make sure you keep all of the paperwork. Go to the psychiatrist, give up the paperwork, go to the um, people, go, go to many different resources, submit your paperwork, put a claim out, all right? I don't broke it down as best as I can. I can't break it down any, I can't elaborate too further, all right, because only a lawyer could do, could say what I'm about to repeat to you. But I just broke it down in a sense where you could try to figure it out yourself. All right, go seek counseling if you got drug problems and stuff like that. All right, tell 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 the psychiatrist your story, and make sure you keep all of the paperwork and follow your and follow your claim. Excuse me. All right, let me see what else I can get into. Teen fatally shot while eating outside a waffle house at DeKalb County, DeKalb County, Georgia. Detectives are searching for the shooter who killed a teenager eating at a Dick Cobb County Waffle House early Monday morning. Investigators blocked the parking lot of a Waffle House on the 3900 block of Flat Shoals Parkway with crime scene tape all over it. Officials told news sources that the shooting happened around 510 in the morning when the unidentified gunman approached a 19-year-old man who was eating on a curb outside the restaurant. According to investigators, the gunman shot the teen twice before running away on foot. Medics rushed the victim to the Grady Memorial Hospital, but police say he died on the way. Investigators believe that the shooting happened during the robbery gone wrong. They have not released the teen's name, but an employee told news sources that his name was Bernard Williams and that he was visiting her at the time of the shooting. All right. Also, oh, so, so he, the the victim was visiting her at the shooting. Um, an employee of the Waffle House. Uh, we wasn't busy, so I was sitting outside with him until his ride came. Uh, Shanquisha Patton stated, "That's when the dude approached him and started hitting him on, hitting on him, and started pistol whipping him." Police described the shooter as a tall and thin black man who was wearing a dark black hoodie and dark sweatpants. Officials are working on gathering surveillance video and searching for potential witnesses. Waffle House released a statement saying their personnel are cooperating fully with the investigation. If you have any information, you see what I'm saying, you got to contact the DeKalb County Police Department. Yeah, so that was like... I wonder if the dude that shot the um, kid, they know each other, looks like it. Um, Yeah, that's like, that's messed up. But usually incidents like this is the suspect and the victim know each other, usually. But if it's a random, I doubt it, I highly doubt it's a random attack, because if it was, then that's a high alert situation. That's that's very bad. You know what I'm saying? You don't want no random person fucking shooting you and shit. It does that doesn't make any type of sense at all. All right, but let's see what else we got. Hold on, let me see. I got I had another one right here. It was a police sheriff that got messed up. Yup. Here you go, right here. Nope, wrong one. Georgia Sheriff pleads guilty to groping prominent T V judge. Which judge is this? I could mess around, pick a guess. Glenda Hatchett? Really? A Georgia sheriff has pleaded guilty to groping prominent TV judge Glenda Hatchett at a Cobb County hotel. In 2022, Cobb County officers arrested and charged Beckley County Sheriff Christopher Cootie with sexual battery connected to the incident on January 18th at the renaissance atlanta raverly on galleria parkway according to the warrant, cootie and hatchet were in the hotel's bar when he placed his hand on the breast of the victim without her consent the law enforcement official was in town for a gathering with georgia's sheriff's association All right. The law enforcement official was in town for the gathering with the Georgia Sheriff's Association. Following the charge, Hatchett's supporters called for the state to take action and Governor Brian Kemp to remove Cootie from office. However, the governor's office said that the accusation did not rise to the level required by state law to take action. In court Monday, Cootie pled guilty to one misdemeanor charge of sexual battery and was sentenced to 12 months probation, 40 hours of community service, and a fine of $500. News sources reports that Cootie resigned effectively on Monday. Goddamn, Cootie, what's wrong with you? You don't know how to keep your hands to yourself? All you had to do was say, what's your name, sweetheart? What is your name? fuck wrong with this goddamn nigga. Oh, my bad. I ain't mean to call him a nigga. He's a white guy. You know how I am. I'm from New York, bro. We don't even care about nobody, no colors out here. There ain't no colors out here in New York, bro. So, my bad. Excuse me. Alright? But... Yeah. Goddamn. Christopher Cootie, Sheriff County. He's a Beckley He's a Beckley County Sheriff. Christopher Cootie. So, in 2022... He was hit with the sexual battery connected to the incident that happened on January 18th at the Renaissance Atlanta, Waverly. All right, so according to the warrant, Cootie and Hatcher were in the hotel's bar when he placed his hand on the breast of Miss Hatcher. And without her consent, some of a bitch, what's wrong with you, boy? The law enforcement official was in town for a gathering with Georgia's Sheriff's Association. Following the charge, Hatchet supporters call for the state to take action on Governor, to take action, and Governor Brian Kemp to remove Cootie from office. However, the governor's office said that the accusation did not rise to the level required by state law to take action. So, um, Brian Kemp was like, man, I ain't got time for that. So... So Cootie pled guilty to one misdemeanor charge of sexual battery and was sentenced to 12 months probation, 40 hours of community service and a $500 fine. Straight up, that's not enough. I feel like he deserved more time because he's a sheriff. You're supposed to uphold the law. All right. You're a goddamn public servant. goddammit. it. You're supposed to be an example, not be part of the problem. So you should get about five years in jail and about two years probation. If I was the judge, I would, he would've caught hell with me, goddammit. Nah, fuck that. You going down today, Sheriff. I shot the sheriff. but I did not shoot the deputy. Yeah! I'm not high nor drunk, so y'all can say whatever y'all want. I'm just feeling happy today, all right? I'm very sober. Anyway, I'm gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man Ben's forever thinking out loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. That is B O X B E N J I. Box Benji, same name that you could use to follow me on Instagram. Box Benji, that's B O X B E N J I. You can also follow me on TikTok, which is underscore murder envy. That is underscore M U R D E R E N V. V as in Victor. I I. Murder Envy, all right? One V, as in Victor. Murder Envy, all right? I-I. E-N-V-I-I. I got to freaking put emphasis on spelling this out because some of you people are slow. But anyway, I'm going to hit you off with another segment later, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, you make sure that you stay aware. Don't let nobody take the joy away from you. And act... I- Resilience and be goddamn observant. Whatever the fuck that means. Holla at you later. Peace. Night. Go turn it up, please. Them Go turn it up, please. No Go and turn up, please. Them Body at the boat,